Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. Aguero! Welcome back to the Racing and Sports Punters Pod on this Tuesday, December the 20th. Jimmy Buckley with you here and I'm joined by, once again, the man they call the dispenser, the man with the mo in the know and the Saturday night heartbreaker, the great Ethan Perry. Welcome, mate. Okay, pleasure to be back with you, mate, and uh, can't wait to rip in today. Good man. Good to have you back on. We are talking NBA, but firstly, let me just say this. Argentina... A World Cup champions. Vemos, vemos, Mako. Yes, no, very happy for you. Uh, I personally was cheering on Kylian Mbappe and uh, the Frenchman. But uh, no, good on you, mate. Happy for you. What a final. I think it got the finale it deserved and just so many storylines too in that final match. And fancy scoring a hat-trick. Yeah. Only the second man ever to do it in a World Cup final and come out on the losing side. He couldn't have done much more. Nah, pretty stiff Mbappe. Um, he didn't take a wrong step, I don't think. He kicked three, got his, sunk his uh, dot shot and uh, still couldn't get the chocolates. But, mate, best ever? Is it the greatest ever you've seen? Greatest I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, greatest I've seen. I mean, I didn't uh, – I was just a wee bit too young in 1986 and uh, obviously I wasn't around in 1966. But, uh, no, that, that's um, – that was absolutely magical and well-deserved. Congratulations to Argentina. Now, Pez NBA, we thought we'd uh, just take stock just before Christmas to see where things are at. The season's bubbling along quite nicely. We're about a third of the way through. And uh, some of these future player award markets are starting to really take shape and look quite fascinating to mine. I thought we might start with... The MVP market. There's a number of candidates and a number of likely candidates here. I'll just run through the market that I'm looking at. $3.50 for Janus, the Greek freak, equal favourite with Jason Tatum of Boston, $3.50 there. Luka Donkic of the Dallas Mavericks is paying $5. Then you get out to the two-time reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic, fresh off. One of the biggest games we've ever seen. He's paying $10, which looks pretty juicy, I would have thought. Joel Embiid, $12, and Devin Booker heads the rest. He's paying $20. Uh, just a few notables down there. Zion Williamson, $21. Kevin Durant, $23. And it goes on from there. Pez, we've spoken about this market a couple of times now on the podcast. What do you make of it? Yeah, Buck, you mentioned that uh, the big dogs are certainly starting to hit their straps, you know, a third of the way through the season, which is good to see. And what else is good to see is that them top three there at the top of the market, we, um, we've given a strong push for already in our first two previews of this um, of these betting markets. But you mentioned Giannis there, the Greek freak. Oh, I think he's still, you know, very good odds there at $3.50. Um, the Bucks now on top of the East there, and he's leading the way. I think he's having 30, 11 and 5, you know, very, very dominant numbers. I know we'll very keen on Luca. He's still, he's still ticking along nicely. But um, just there with Brooke Lopez, he's playing career best ball there at the defensive end. And um, Holiday and Milton, they're doing their thing down there. Um, I just think Bucks are going to be extremely hard to beat in the East. You know, them and obviously Boston are going to be there at the business end. And with Giannis putting up these numbers so consistently, I think um, he's got Tatum covered. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure at this, at this part of the year anyway. I think it's fair to say the Bucks will have a better record than Lucas Mavs. And yeah, you know, Giannis looking pretty good there. Look, I would agree with that. I think I think he's the one to beat, and I do agree. I mean, Tatum's having a good season. Uh, I suspect the Celtics may just cool off a bit. They already have to some degree. Uh, so $3.50, happy to take that. But throw Jokic in your stable at $10. I mean, I think it was yesterday. I think he had 40 points, 25 rebounds, and 10-plus assists. And I think he's the only the second person ever to have a, a 40-25, 10-plus game. And the other one was Wilt Chamberlain about 50-odd years ago, I think. So well done to the big fella. He can still turn it on. There's some serious numbers there, Bucko, oh, aren't there? Unbelievable. So, yeah, don't don't be afraid to, to throw him in at uh, about $10. And, mate, oh, as much as it probably hurts me to say, and I know you're going to be on the same page as me, uh, I think KD there at 34s, he might um, he might, he represents a bit of value. You know, if Ness can stay healthy, he'll be right in contention at the business end. Well, his numbers are elite. As well, he's uh, him, and I suppose to a lesser extent, uh, Kyrie Irving are doing wonderful things up at Brooklyn. We'll see if he can maintain that through the course of the entire season. Moving on to the Rookie of the Year, a market that has uh, really taken my interest so far over the course of this season. Paolo Banchero, the Orlando Magic future superstar, if he's not that already, a dollar eleven. Not a huge amount of movement there. He is the clear-cut favourite, and he is a cut above the rest, I would have thought. Benedict Mathurin for the Pacers at $6. And Jaden Ivey, $26. They're the only three that are anywhere near the top end of that market. Uh, you're looking at Jalen Williams, $151, heads the rest. What are your thoughts here, mate? Yeah, honestly, Bucko, my thoughts haven't changed too much, I don't think, since our last um, our last chat. I mean, like you said, Paolo Benchero is just ridiculous at the moment. He continues to dominate and looks very hard to hold out, barring injury. I mean, even though we're a third of the way through the year now, it'd be hard to hold him out if he, even if he did go down for you know a couple of months or something. Um, and I know we've got a very soft spot for our boy J.I., Jaden Ivey, at the Pizzlers, and um, we'll continue to write him at a juicy quote. You know, we're building our stable, and like us, and like we said, Benedict Mathurin, um, he's the immediate threat, and he's held his form since our last chat and shortened his price. So it's them three for sure. But I know you're keen on adding another one to the stable. Yeah, look, just way down the list here at at a big, big quote, five hundred to one. So just uh, just a few shekels. But Jalen Duran at the Pistons, he's the starting centre now. They've finally decided he's uh, he's raw as they come. He's super athletic. But he's finally, I think, starting to find his way in the NBA. He's getting aggressive on the rebounds. He's starting to hit the scoreboard a little bit, and he defends quite well, I think, for a young bloke. Yep. You know, he's got mistakes in him. Yep. But uh, don't be surprised to see his price trim up over the course of the next month or so. They've been battling injuries, the Pistons, and he's seeing plenty of court time, and quite often it is uh, just confidence with these guys. Jaden Ivey, 26-1. to 1. Now, Cade Cunningham, the... The franchise superstar, he's gone for the season. He's opted to have some shin surgery. So Jaden Ivey effectively has a starting spot for the rest of this season if he can maintain his form. He dropped off, I think, a little bit over the last three weeks, but he's just starting to find his way back in now. So he'll, he'll continue to play well, I, w- I would thought I would have thought, for the rest of this season. Whether, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Banchero's... The one there's no value there, unfortunately, no. but uh, but he is the one, really. I mean, yep. he, he's you know, as much as I hate to say, it, I think the only way he loses this award is if he goes down with a serious injury, yeah. And we hope he doesn't because he's, no. he's just fantastic no. to watch, it's great for the game, yeah. 
So there you go, Rookie of the Year. Now, the sixth man of the year, the best bench player in the NBA, Russell Westbrook, still the favourite, $2.50. He's just eased out a fraction since we last spoke. Jordan Poole, $4.50, fresh off, I think, a 43-point game for the Warriors. Malcolm Brogdon, $5.00. Uh, Mathurin, who we just mentioned for the Pacers, he's $9.50, features prominently in this market also. And Christian Wood, your boy, $9.50, heads the rest. Where do you see this one sitting at the moment, Pete? Yeah, Bucko, um, I'm happy to look beyond Russ at that short quote. And, you know, like we've mentioned before, we're trying to build that stable. Um, like you said, we've got... We've got the Mavs, Christian Wood there. He's in the stable around that $9 mark. He's held his form and his price hasn't really changed too much since his, our last chat. But I now think Jordan Poole at the Warriors, I think he's um, gotten out to a pretty attractive price at around that $5 mark and he could be worth an investment. Um, I think you could make a case for him to argue beat, argue be deserved of the favourite in this market. Um and moving forward, it might depend on how many times he actually comes off the bench or if he starts in replace of Steph or Clay. But um, another one there that I'm, uh, I could show some interest towards is at the Bucks. You know, they're, they're firing on all cylinders. It's Bobby Portis. He looks to be a touch overs at 34s there with the power forward averaging 14 and 10. You know, just talking about building the stable, he, he could be worth a little, a little nibble. It's not a bad shout. And he's uh, yeah, he has been producing some numbers too. Now the most improved player, your boy, Shy Gilgus Alexander, a dollar fifty-seven. Tyrese Halliburton, six dollars. Laurie Markinen at the Jazz, six dollars and fifty. It, it it appears to be a race of three yep. at this point. That market certainly reflects that. A few other names there are Ant Fernie Simmons at eighteen dollars, Bowl Bowl nineteen bucks. Desmond Bain, who I threw up earlier in the year, forty six dollars, still playing some pretty good basketball, but uh, this has got to be shies to lose, I would have thought. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of this market for us here, Bucko. Um, the two boys that we gave a strong push for are dominating the market in Shy and um, Tyrese Halliburton. You know, Shy's probably pretty short now, $1.65. I don't know how much you can do with that as such. But we tipped up Tyrese at 10s in our last chat, and he's halved his quote at the paces. So he's going along nicely. I, I can't really add too much more to this market. Um did you have any others that you wanted to chuck in? No, no, mate. I'm happy to leave it uh, where it is. I think it's probably a race between those two at this stage. Uh, Halliburton, though, I mean, that's that's still a good price. Yeah, fives. You can you can jump into that one. Yeah, absolutely. Just and for a bit of interest, you know, you, you, anyone can dollar sixty five. You know, you can't really get too involved with that at the moment in, unless you're multi them up. But five dollars, you can still have a bit of a play and you know have some fun. Now the defensive player of the year, Brooke Lopez, who you have mentioned already at the Bucks, two dollars fifty to win this one. Jaron Jackson Jr., three dollars seventy-five at the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Giannis is in that market too, eleven dollars. Uh, then you're looking at uh, the likes of uh, Anubi, Mobley, Adebayo, Joel Embiid, and and furthermore down that list. What do you like here, mate? Yeah, look, I've I've flipped the script a bit on this one. Um, you know, last chat I was saying that uh, Giannis looked looked like the front runner, but um, as the market represents, it's it's Brook Lopez, and it's his for the taking. I think at two dollars ten. Um, yeah, look, I don't really like getting involved in this market too much and having too much of a play, but if you if you you know gun to the head and you pressured me to a selection, it's Brook Lopez. I'll take the cow's way out and go with Brook Lopez at the top of the market. <laughs> Fair enough. Don't be afraid to, to have a little something on Jaron Jackson Jr. there at $3.75. I think he recorded eight blocks in one game last week. Serious. He's been a monster since he returned to this 
Grizzlies team, and I think he's really taken his defensive game to another level. They're going to win a lot of games, the Grizzlies. Yeah, He's going to be prominent, I think, throughout. Yep. So he ought to give you a bit of a run. And one thing I will say is Giannis is going to take some votes away probably from his teammate there in Brook Lopez. Yep, yep, for Jaren sure. Jackson Jr. doesn't really have that problem. So, yeah, I'm actually a little bit keen, I think, on that $3.75. Yeah, mate. Oh, oh, you can definitely get involved there, I think, if you're, if you're keen to have a play on that market. You just touched on the form of the Memphis Grizzlies, and um, I think they, they appear to be a bit of value there at $10, I think, too, in the um, Western Conference. They're, they currently sit on top, and I think they probably play the best team ball as a team collectively and uh, obviously with our man Jar leading it from the front um, there's plenty of role players in behind him there and $10 to me mate that's plenty of value there and I might just chuck out one uh, for the West before we go through your, your best plays tomorrow Pez but I don't mind the Lakers to make the playoffs and depending on where you shop you can get more than $3 about this now Unfortunately, Anthony Davis has gone down, and he may be out for a significant amount of time, as in a month, maybe two months. So that's going to really hurt them. However, LeBron has rediscovered some pretty handy form, I think, over these last three or four weeks. He's averaging 27 this year. He is, and he's he's carried them to a few victories already. They're going to trade very aggressively, I get the feeling, over the course of this next uh, you know little window over our summer. And they, they may well land a big fish or two I just I have a feeling that they might string a few wins together and start to move up those standings and I just think yeah it's three dollars or more to make the playoffs they're only six wins off the top of the conference do you you think it's an immediate bet or do you think we can wait maybe a week or two and then as they drop they might drop a couple more games before well it's a fair point because with with Davis out yeah all of a sudden you know, maybe they do lose a few, but I'd be—I'd probably suggest you get on it now, yep. and then, or maybe maybe get half on now, and then give it a couple of weeks and see where things are at, and see where the market potentially at. reassess. Yep. Yeah, but I think there might be value there. So, um, we'll grab your plays in a moment there, but just to recap so far, Player of the Year, the MVP, we're still keen on uh, Big Giannis at three dollars fifty, and Kevin Durant out to thirty-four dollars with some bookmakers. Don't be afraid to throw him in. The sixth man of the year, Jordan Poole at $4.50, definitely worth something. And Bobby Portis at $34, maybe worth a little something there. Most improved player, we're still happy to back Tyrese Halliburton at $6. Defensive player of the year, it's down to Brooke Lopez and uh, Brooke Lopez and Jaron Jackson Jr. Personally, I'm quite keen on the 375 about Jaron Jackson Jr. Yep. But you could back them both there and, and probably collect, I would have thought. And... The Grizzlies to win the Western Conference paying $10. Yep. And the LA Lakers to make the playoffs paying $3 or better. Now, a couple of big games tomorrow, Ethan. I'm keen to get your opinion on some of these, mate. You might have found a couple more for the punters. Yeah, Bucko, there's two two games tomorrow that have uh, caught my eye. The first one's the Knicks Warriors. Uh, Knicks are running hot at the moment. They're 8-2 from their last 10. And I think the Warriors are without Steph tomorrow. So I think the New York lads are going to be way too strong there at $1.54. And you might want to multi it up with this one. You know, $1.54 probably a bit short to play one out. And it's the Memphis-Denver game. It should be an absolute cracker. Jar's coming off an uh, ejection in his last game, so I think he'll be pretty keen to bounce back there. So I can see him having a pretty big game. So I'm going to take Jar Morant, 30 points plus, and the Memphis Grizzlies to win at around that $3.30 mark. Alrighty, so that's the New York Knicks uh, at around about $1.54-ish, depending on where you're shopping there. And then the Grizzlies to go to Denver and win with Ja Morant to score 30-plus. 
And uh, that one's paying. What did you say? Three dollars. Three thirty. Yeah. Three dollars thirty. I'll throw in a quick one. Oh, I think the Detroit Pistons are terrific value. At two dollars thirty. Two dollars twenty-three. They're at home against a Jazz team who are going to be playing a back-to-back. I think the Pistons are well placed. There, they've actually had a. a pre- I mean, they're not winning a huge amount of games, but they've been very competitive against some good sides. There, they went to Brooklyn the other day and almost won. I know they're missing a lot of their stars, but a few of their young fellas are really standing up, which is good to see. They'll give you a big ride tomorrow at a very good price. We like cheering on the Pistons, don't we? Yes, we do. Pez, thank you very much for coming in again. Mate, it's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Bucko. No worries, mate. Merry Christmas too to you and your family. I hope you have a good New Year, and we will speak to you again early in the New Year. And until then, happy punting.